Here's a new episode of Get Real with Casey Kasem. It's the podcast that takes a look behind the scenes of the fantasy football industry. For this episode, my good friend Russ, aka Dynasty Outhouse, interviewed me. Yes, that's right. We're doing my episode. We talked about not getting invited back to my first fantasy football league, deleting Twitter, getting discovered, the coach or the guy from the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, freestyle rapping, and a ton more. Please make sure you're following Russ on Twitter at Dynasty Outhouse, as well as me at DKCKSum. The podcast can be found at GetReal underscore pod. Hey, y'all, I don't have sponsors because I'm sponsoring myself. Okay, that's not the only reason. But I did want y'all to know that I'm now a seller on the WhatNot app. If you don't know what the WhatNot app is, woo, that's hard to say. But if you don't know what the WhatNot app is, it's part live streaming, part auction, and a ton of fun. Go sign up for WhatNot with the link in the description to get a $10 credit. From card breaks to vintage clothes to old school video games, WhatNot has it all. My WhatNot username is BeFreshesFinds, and I'll be going live with the pre-FF Expo NFL show on Wednesday. You'll want to check out what NFL gear I'm selling. I'll also be taking a few items to the Expo. Make sure to come find me at the Fantasy Football Expo in Canton, Ohio, August 12th through the 14th. Tickets are available at TheFantasyFootballExpo.com. And now... Here's my episode hosted by Russ Fisher. Did you get a tattoo? I haven't got a tattoo. No. So here's the deal. Like, I'm really bad about uh, going forth when it comes to, like, doing things. Following so, through. Yeah. Yeah. Um, my sister and my dad are coming here next month, and they want to get a tattoo. And so I'm like, okay. But my guy doesn't live here anymore, so I'm like going to maybe go to my friend's tattoo artist because mm-hmm. she went to the same guy I used to go to and now she has to go to this other guy. It fits your friends. I feel like you could trust them. I I, I can trust her. She's tattooed like all over. So like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's she's pretty much the aficionado on it. But like also like we could start wearing short sleeves to work, which is like a crazy thing. Like, you can start <laughs> showing off your tattoos and it's crazy how many people are like showing up with like full sleeves and shit that i didn't know (laughs) i'm like wow so i'm like okay i gotta gotta step on my game because these people are showing me up (laughs) i'm like geez i thought these like you know 57 year old women who named karen were like and then they take their thing off and you're like wow yep yeah see it's even funnier because it's been drilled into my head from my father that i can't have tattoos and work in an office so that's why I that's why I got them on my legs. Oh yeah. That makes sense. So even like during the summer at work, we we have to wear pants and then all of a sudden we have like an outdoor event and I show up in shorts and everyone's like, what the fuck? Because I mean like my not total, it is a gigantic red thing on my leg, you know, red, black, and colors everywhere that are not what my leg should be. <laughs> well, that's awesome though. You like throwing that curveball out there. <laughs> I want to be that person, but everybody's just like, whatever. We expected you to have a tattoo. I'm like, you don't have more. I'm like, <laughs> I got and like started like two years yes! ago. Yes. Well, that's the thing. So, like, right before like COVID hit and everything, like I was like, oh, stacking up on the tattoos. Like, let's go. So I was like, tattoo after tattoo. And then I was like, okay. And then that it. And then my tattoo artist was like, I need to go get money somewhere where people, you know, that it's open. So he moved to a different shop and it's like, I just don't want, if I'm going to drive that far, I'm just going to go to Dallas. So I might as well just stay here. Yeah. I I just, I need to finish this fucking Gotham leg before (laughs) my dude decides to move to Florida. Cause he's been talking about it for like three years now. That's gotta be a priority. And I'm like, so, well, I mean, 
Trish would literally kill me if I got a tattoo that was not finishing this leg other than because I like I want to I have like the next eight planned out already oh and like I'm ready to go and like this guy books up real fucking far in advance I'm like well let me just go get the TARDIS no you are getting nothing until your Batman leg is fucking done (laughs) busy and I want one Uh, yeah 13 days I have third appointment in 13 days oh wow well, that's dope. Now that's making me like light a fire. Like I need to get on the yes, ball. Yes, fucking do it. Same day, twenty eight. I can't take do it. Okay. Uh, well, I don't know if I can take the day off because I don't have any time to take off. But you know, um, oh, I'm not allowed to get my legs tattooed. So, I mean, my wife says that she'd prefer that I don't get my legs tattooed, okay. and I'm one of those I, people I that listens to whatever their wife says because I don't want to lose my wife and. You know, I'm gonna do everything. <laughs> I'm gonna do everything you tell me to do so that you don't leave me. No, but I mean that's only half joking. I mean, you guys can read into that what you want. No, <laughs> no, but um, yeah. So All I right, like so you got them sexy legs. I get it. Started well. I don't. I don't know what the problem is. I wear jeans like or sweatpants most of the time, right? Or and if I don't, it's basketball shorts, which she hates anyway. So who fucking cares, right? So At least you got those you? nice calves sticking out of the back. I mean, I do thing. have nice legs. I mean, if oh, look at you saying something positive about yourself. Well, I mean, yeah, my legs, which are constantly covered, if that tells it's you something. anything. But you know, yeah, you know, I mean, my legs are pretty all right. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, I do what I can, <laughs> which is nothing. <laughs> They're just what they are—two <laughs> legs. So that's me. Uh, now I just think <sighs> of tattoos. That's all I want. So you're tattoos, saying you're getting because yeah. you're Rand said you said you were gonna get and that's you're wearing the shirt. That's what we think about it. Yeah, I really do. I, I need a rancid tattoo like hardcore. Like that should have probably been before anything else they have on on me, but I am very particular about like I don't like their font, I don't really like their logos it's, and stuff. It's basic. It's I mean, too basic like for me. It makes it stereotypical I mean, punk yeah, aesthetic for sure. <laughs> I can just get like the punks, like the P U N X, like across my knuckles, and then I'll just be like, you know, ranted punks, and we'll just go with. I'm sure if my wife doesn't want me to have leg tattoos, I don't think I can have knuckle tattoos. But I have been begging for years to get uh, the wedding ring tattoo. Oh, really? Because, well, I fatted out of my wedding ring. Okay, I've been there. It doesn't fit me. And like, it's been. Since the pandemic, like I gained like a good 60 pounds pretty quickly. Yeah. And it ain't going anywhere, unfortunately. (laughs) And it's just like, yeah, I want to show my love for you, but I don't want to wear rings anymore. And that's valid. And she just won't let me do it. But you were like very persuasive. I'm like, I will get Trish's bitch tattooed on my hands if that's what it comes down to. She's like, everyone knows you are. You Hmm. don't need to tattoo that. I'm yeah, like, no, that's fair. How would she feel about that tattooed across your knuckles anyway? Oh, no, she would not like that. No, so no. yeah, I mean, you don't want to get on a bad side, right? Then she like, wants to be respectable. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, you could wear like driving gloves or like you can, wear, <laughs> I don't know, you look like that dude. You're like, a, uh, I don't know. I'll just be Michael Jackson whenever we go out in public oh, yeah. with the no. one glove on. Oh, yeah. A little sequiny and stuff. That's that's nice. I think that would. <laughs> and I'll cut the tips off so I can have my fingers going too. There you. I mean, boom. There you are. Catch right there. Like she can't say no to that. Like yeah, we are creating a look. And I love it. Oh yeah, 
You better you better look like that when Canton rolls around when we're there for the expo. That's Strolling so in, close. Michael Jackson glove nails I all gotta, good. I, I got to learn how to do the moonwalk, like actually. Yeah, I don't think I don't have the coordination. I, don't I actually googled it a couple of years ago and was able to pull it off a little bit. Oh yeah. Yeah. No. Uh, more power to you. I, I, yeah, I used to work for a, a after school program with a bunch of like elementary school kids, and like mm -hmm. they made us learn um, some Hannah Montana hoedown dance. And I learned like half of it because my short term memory is like shit. So I'm over here like trying to like do the hoedown throwdown. That's what it's called. The hoedown. Yeah. Throwdown. You hip hop polka dot it. Like I don't know. It was like a whole thing. Like we we're supposed to, and then the kids were like just freestyle rap. You don't have to do that dance. And I was like, okay, cool. So <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I was like, um, yeah, I didn't sign up to get, you know, taught how to do Hannah Montana dances, but you know, that's one of the skills I can put on my resume, you know, for future, for future jobs. Leave out the point where it was. It's like, oh, leave out the after school. I was a choreographer. And ho down, throw down. Yeah. Uh, I threw down some hoes. So that's maybe no, <laughs> not like that. No. <laughs> hey, you know. It's a work in progress. We're still working on exactly what. <laughs> I threw down some hose. Threw down some hose. I will never see the word hoe down the same ever again. No. And it's picture me doing like a like hip hop country dance, if that makes any sense whatsoever. This was I'm very happy age. I don't actually know what this dance is because whatever's yeah. going on in my brain is so much funnier. <laughs> yeah. Well, I probably I mean. Yeah, I, I'm sure you're thinking exactly what it what it is. So, <laughs> I mean, it, it doesn't get it. It won't far, fall too far from what you're thinking. Uh, oh, but it was, you want to hear something uh, fucking obnoxious? Please tell me. Someone somewhere played Cotton Eye Joe for my seven year old daughter. Mm -hmm. and that's all she wants to fucking listen to. It's funny when you bring that song up because we were just fucking talking about that song. Like, but first yes, of all, it's like a hideous song. It's like I was like last year years old when i found out what that song was actually about what is that song actually about i don't even fucking know stds oh is it oh well then that's a great song for children to be singing okay. cotton eye joe is like i think it, i think it was like gonorrhea like a, oh. a slang term for that where if it wasn't for cotton eye joe i'd have been married a long time ago oh where did you come from <laughs> where did you go yeah. <laughs> did you just clear up you didn't have to go to the doctor? Yeah, there? I guess it's, you know, it's not always showing, and then all of a sudden the symptoms come Boom, up. Like, yeah. it's there. I mean, I'm watching Veronica Mars right now for the first time. and watching it, yes, so good. And so STDs were, like, the first, like, two seasons. I was like, okay. So oh, it's one of those shows I'm glad, glad, like, I didn't watch with my, like, dad and have, like, some uncomfortable conversation. But no Cotton Eye Joe talk. And yeah. I learned something new today, so thank you for educating me. That's that's what that's what I'm here for. I'm here to teach things. Great. I hear you teach if you don't know. I don't. What's that saying? <laughs> Those who can't do teach. Teach. Okay. Well, that's why I have a podcast where I ask people stuff because can't do. So listen, I Miss. Learn. I've been interviewing people for like two years, <laughs> and now me, who has never interviewed anyone before, has to come on and do this. Doing better than me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Shit. 
I mean, we're just, you know, we're just having it. We're cutting it up, you know, we're just uh, getting our, oh, professional. Straighten my non-existent tie. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I've got a nice pantsuit on a uh, Hillary Clinton, like power suit, you know. I, thought, I, 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 I felt that the second yeah, you, you yeah. came on screen, I'm like, ooh. Yeah. I've been called the first lady. So, you know. Well, that's just because your wife is bitching. Yeah. You know, that's that. Yeah. She's not going to listen to this. You don't have to fucking say anything. Nice. Impress yeah, the wife. I, I, I mean, me. say nice things. Yeah. Instead of just find me weird, I'm sure, with all the things I weirdly comment on your stuff. You're not the only one. <laughs> She's like, it's everyone. What is wrong with <laughs> the kidding. people you know? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just, just kidding. kidding. <laughs> it's just you. <laughs> Let's get it right. You're the only one people know my name. <laughs> uh, man. <sighs> Big chug. There we go. All right, Mr. Interviewer. All right, so it's been fun. It's been a good talk. I'll see you later. Yeah. This is a great, you know, this makes it easier to put podcasts out. It's just keeping it short and sweet. I hear these 15-minute yeah, right? like, podcasts are like the way to go. It's like We've the, been planning this for two years, and I think we've pulled it off. I think we have. It's, it's taken a while because you're so used to, like, podcasts being, like, three or four hours long. So you don't know what 15 minutes feels I, like, but, you know. I literally don't. I <laughs> I remember the first episode we did of Dynasty Wall Street was 27 minutes long. And I'm like, this this was wrong, right? Like we need to do that. We need to do talk more. And they're just like, no, that was it. How? What? Like trade addicts is accidentally now we're in 40 minutes every like <laughs> I, I don't understand how people can just be like done in 10 minutes. I, I mean, yeah, I can't get out anything eloquently in 10 minutes. It takes me an hour to at least get to my point. So it usually takes me about a good 30 seconds to remember the word eloquently. <laughs> well, for every eloquently, there's a uh, English is my language. Uh, uh, what football. is this that's word? the word I was trying to think of? Football. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Football, the guy that throws the ball. I don't know what his name is, but we're going there. The yeah. That's always fun. The Nickelback. The Nickelback. Yeah. yeah that's, okay. That's yes. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. My wife's favorite band. Okay. Not really, right? Is it really? I would never marry somebody. Yes. Yes. I think that might be in there. And it's disappointing. But lucky for me, it doesn't show up on my Spotify, you know, end of the year thing. Because Taylor Swift's always there because of her. But luckily, I don't have to deal with that. Uh, anyway, this isn't a Nickelback podcast, but if it was, it'd be your favorite Nickelback podcast. This, it would literally be my favorite Nickelback yeah. podcast if this was. Okay, one. okay, just making sure because, like, this is also my you favorite had to have one podcast. By the way, your favorite my podcast? Just in general, Casey's in general. Oh, Casey's in general. Do you know any other Casey's that have podcasts? No, no. Does Casey have a podcast with JoJo? If podcast existed. 30 years ago maybe i think they should get back together and do that it's all this nostalgia is like seriously that's right all the now. 90s are doing right now yeah it's, there's so. even like they made a 90s con like there's a convention just of people that were in tv shows in 90s that seems like a dream i want to go it's working like they yeah yeah give me some tgif and and hook me up i'm good no, yeah, yeah. no. Meeting people's weird to me. Like you don't like meeting people. Well, like meeting you was awesome, but like I, I I'm a big 
I used to go to comic book conventions. Okay. And you meet these people that are just amazing. Like, especially like you're in your lower twenties, you're meeting these people that aren't much older than you. And you've been reading their comics for like five years already. And you're just like, literally equate these people to rock stars because you're a huge nerd and you get up to this line that you've been waiting in two hours for you have this sketchbook and they're going to draw you this picture for well back then it used to be for free now it probably cost you 200 (laughs) dollars. but yeah it would but the biggest problem was it takes time for them to draw something what the shit do you do for that three minutes it's just like hey Mm. long line Mm. Mm. I'm really good at like not making eye contact with people. I know, like, if he's drawing, if they're drawing, they're not really making eye contact. So then that would be a little scary because it's so like, <laughs> I, I meet people and it's just like, you're really good at what you do. And I like yeah. what you do. Right. And then I'm out of things to say. And But the cool people are the ones that like try to have a conversation back. Yeah, they're not. I like also, those people. You're hoping comic book nerds are good at making conversations and that doesn't really go well. That's true. But the, I mean, I don't know very many people that are good at making conversation. I'm, I'm trying to think of the last time I had a good conversation with somebody I was like standing in front of. <laughs> I don't um, know. <laughs> well, speaking of 90s, okay. like, you, you watched Animaniacs. I did, but uh, probably not as much as most well, kids the the guy who did the voice of yakko okay yeah. Rob Paulson. yeah he did yeah. voices in like every, still does voices in like everything yeah i went and i saw animaniacs live where it That's was true. him and the dude that wrote a lot of the music and they just did a lot of songs and everything and i waited in line to get his autograph and he was like the nicest human being ever and he was so appreciative of every person there where I actually gushed and it was weird for me. Like I didn't mean to do it, but I'm just like, you pretty much voiced a lot of my childhood and I kind of love you for that. And he's like, that is so insanely sweet. And I appreciate that. And I'm like, I appreciate you. (laughs) (laughs) But like, usually like, it's just like, Oh yeah. Hey man. Hmm. You want me to sign that? Yes, please. Yeah. Yeah, Can you? Please. Yeah, you're right. Meeting people is like pretty awkward. I would say for every 10 people that are assholes or don't help you out or don't or just ignore you completely and just sign it and go on to the next one. You get that one person and you're like, oh, my gosh, like I've had so many like bands and shit that I'm just like fans of because they were nice to me, not because like they were talented, just because like you took the fucking time to actually like remember my name and talk to me and be like, hey, the last time you came to see us and shit. So. Yeah, that shit's cool. I've never been to a comic book convention or anything like that because I know 0% about any of that shit, which is crazy that you and I are even friends. But, um, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm like yeah. the lame I don't know. You you could, yeah. I, I know about as much about any of that stuff as I knew about trading or drafting. Says the person who has many draft boards <laughs> hanging behind her yeah those are my own this is my home these are my home drafts they're like uh you know you know my homies the homies that i know in real life that's always fun to to do a live draft or two so. you still doing home leagues yeah so we have this like 
work in progress, which has been a work in progress for like what 10 years or something, but like it's all women. This is our home league. So like the second year I ever started playing fantasy football was the year that I decided like I don't like the I didn't like the league I was in for the very first time I ever was in a league. I was like, I want to do this differently and I want it to be better and more involved. So like, clearly not- you got rid of the men. <laughs> So I was like, yeah, let's first and foremost, let's get rid of these douchebags. No, I'm I get kidding. it. I get no. it. No, actually, what happened was they never they didn't. I won the first year, which is everybody's story, right? I won my very first league. OK, I won my first league and those guys didn't invite me back. So I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whatever, uh, dude. Douchebacular. I don't think it was because I think I was just like a filler until they could find somebody else to play. And then they were like, oh, well. And I was like, well, you know, it's cool. I have my own league now. So I was like, we're not going to play all the way until the very last game. You know, like I was like the last in the the very first league I was in, it was like it was a redraft league on ESPN. And it was the last two weeks of the season were the championship. Yeah. The the finals were the two weeks and it was the very and all my guys were sitting like it was like a kicker was the reason why I won by like three points or some shit because of a kicker. Because his like half of his players weren't playing either, so I was like, I'm not doing that in my league. Like, I'm not. Oh, yeah. We're not playing until no. That's not how it's gonna go. So, work in progress still because like it's like the same core, like four people, and then like everybody else kind of just like rotates in and out when they <laughs> when they can do it. Because I used to be a big stickler for like you have to be here in person, and if you can't, then you can't be here in my league. <laughs> now I'm like whatever. I'm 38 now. Like all my friends have moved and have kids, and I'm like whatever. Do you still at least got your wife and your sister in there? Yeah. So my sister's been in it since like I started it. So that's pretty cool to like she's gotten really into fantasy football more than like I ever thought she would. And I'm I it's cool to see because like I really like being able to talk players with her. Mm-hmm. And my wife is just like she's so smart when it comes to like like doing the research and stuff like I, I i'm more of a gut feels kind of person and she's like better at the whole and she enjoys that whole looking into things and stuff so like it's always like she's it's either me or her that are like battling it out you know to be in the top three or whatever and and uh yeah so they're both in it and we actually uh my wife and i uh were in a family league last year well, it was eight eight people mm-hmm. <laughs> eight teams but like and i'm like three fourths of the league were under the age of 18 and it was just like <laughs> the like very first pick that the kid took um sarah's cousin was uh, a kicker i can't even remember who it was because his dad was like oh yeah you should take this guy he's he's really good i think it was like tyler bass or something but he's like oh yeah he was good though i mean uh <laughs> dude, i think the dude ended up you know like second place or something so i was like cool for, good for you Maybe he's got um, something. All right. There yeah. You. I mean, maybe you should take a kicker, kicker first. I I would love to see it happen, but I'm not going to be the one that does it. But uh, yeah. So uh, my sister, a uh, couple of my best friends are in it. My wife, obviously. Uh, Katie Flower, uh, she's in it. Amy Garcia, if you guys know who that is. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. So a couple of, of people that are in the industry, quote unquote, you know, like we're all 
in the same area. So it was cool to, cool to be able to get those peeps in too. And especially like Katie Flowers, not really redraft mindset. So it's, it's, it's interesting to see her and her draft strategy. And then we're all <laughs> talking I draft Debbie people I mean, she's in like, redraft. That's what I need to know. All these people that like, I've never fucking heard of. And she's like, it's really cool because like the reason I started that league in the first place was to like get more women interested in playing fantasy football and people that I know so that I could have people, you know, my friends to talk to. I want, people in my life that i can talk to and that was crazy when i found twitter where you can talk to people about but like just it, it's it the way that it's grown and the way that i've been able to get like my friends involved and then katie flower coming in and teaching it's the teaching stuff is really cool and she's like and now like my friends know all these players because katie's like oh well this guy in college when i went and saw him or whatever i'm like Shh. <laughs> but well, how yeah did you find your way into twitter I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> the biggest, I, I honestly, so uh, I would probably say, like, I listened to a lot of podcasts when I first got into fantasy football. I listened to uh, the fantasy football magic man. I think it was who he was. And then there was, like, the her. there was her fantasy football. And there was a bunch of those podcasts, too, where it was, like, when you were listening to him because like nobody knew how to podcast right yeah, yeah, yeah. and so <laughs> it was like they were underwater or in a stadium somewhere and uh but no it was it, it that was kind of like hey follow us on twitter right they would be like our our handle and i already had a twitter i had gotten a twitter just because i was like i'm gonna be cool and hip i got a twitter in like 2006 or 7 or whenever twitter first came out right I'm going to be hip. And I didn't use it for fantasy because I didn't start fantasy football until like 2011. So like I had had it for a while and kind of just was using it to, to follow people and, and get their, their advice on players and stuff and talk to people in the industry and just be like, wow, this is super rad that I can like tweet at, you know, Brad Evans or whatever. And that person can actually just respond back to me. That's like, whoa, my brain like kind of just was freaking out on that there was a place where i could actually ask these questions and i had been a part of like communities before but mm -hmm. not something like this like i <laughs> i was a, a moderator for a message board back in the day for good charlotte like i was this good charlotte it was like their fan club i was whatever and so and like i had deal for a long I time was a big deal for a long time right like i was in church homies and like all this <laughs> stuff but no but it was cool because i was interacting with all these people and i got to meet people from the message board in real life like i went to concerts with people and, and all kinds of stuff Very and that's cool. the same kind of stuff that's happening now um but like on that message board like even one of my good friends is from england that i met on there and she stayed with me like she's come to texas and that's stayed with very me, cool right so that's that's really fucking dope um and she's about my dad like it's just crazy how like th th this works right you would never think that like when i was a kid and the internet first started you never think that like something like this would even be possible and now i stumbled into twitter right i stumbled I, it was probably around the time i got into the scott fishbowl for the first time mm -hmm. um through her fantasy football because i won a contest with with that podcast and i think that was probably the biggest thing of jumping me into the the fantasy football twitter because like now you have all these people you're competing against that are all like-minded and all have the same hobby and passion that you do. Mm -hmm. So start following more people like Gabe Gearing, like I, the very first Scott Fishbowl I was ever in, like him, Jason Tran. There was like a bunch of people that like are still my homies now. And it, mm -hmm. and, and it was just because of something like that, that I kind of stumbled across it. Were you Casey Kasem from the very beginning? 
so yeah, I was Casey Kasem from the very beginning, which um, is a gift and a curse, I guess, because like some people know who Casey Kasem is, but now I found that more and more fantasy football people are like. 23 and they don't they don't know who casey Kasem is <laughs> yeah. or they think my name is casey kazam or casey Kasem or casey whatever Man, nice to meet you uh, hello hello yeah i've always been casey Kasem. so like probably my freshman year of college one of my friends gave me a nickname when i was hanging out all the time with casey Kasem because haha we're old and we know who casey Kasem is yeah and it kind of stuck with me and that's been my nickname forever since i was like 18 or whatever right uh or whatever and um, i always been that. And I was like, yeah, I'm going to be Casey Kasem. And then I was like, all right, I'm going to continue. And that's just who I am. Now. It's my my identity. People know me. Call me Kasem. And I'll respond. So <laughs> much like an outhouse kind of thing where you're <laughs> like, hey, what's up? If you, if you had a magical Twitter time machine, would you still be Casey Kasem from the beginning? Um. Okay. So, yeah, probably not. Um. Because I think it it, it kind of hinders me if I was, well, you know, I like it for what I'm doing. If I was trying to do this like as a full-time thing and I was like trying to be somebody in the industry that was like a big name or something, like I wouldn't want to be like, hey, I jacked Casey Kasem's name, probably more than likely, but I don't know. And when I first got a Twitter, it was at Casey Kasem. And then I was like, Twitter's stupid. And I deleted it. And then no. when, <laughs> whenever like, yeah, and it was like right when Twitter first started. And so if you deleted your Twitter account, that handle was like taken, even though it didn't belong to anybody anymore. So I couldn't get Casey Kasem back. It was just gone. And then somebody ended up when they opened it up, ended up taking it or whatever. But I got the Casey Kasem because I was like, okay, that's second best, whatever. And then I, no, you, no, 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 better. <laughs> you are the. I have to be Casey now. Kasem. So that's the that's the whole story behind the whole the and everything. And it's it's really confusing too because my parents decided to be assholes when they came to like naming me. I asked my dad about it. And he just said he wanted it to be difficult, but like no, there's Casey Musgraves is the only Casey I know that spells their name like I do. So. Did he wait? Did they specifically say difficult or unique? <laughs> no, I don't even know why they named they spelled it the way they did. Honestly, I have no idea. Like, it, I couldn't tell you. I know Casey Jones was like a big deal at the time, like the the coach or yeah, the guy from the Ninja yeah. Turtles. Yeah, yeah the guy from the Ninja yeah. Turtles. That's who yeah. I'm named after. Yes, yes. <laughs> so <laughs> I honestly, if I, I I at one point I was like going through my parents' stuff. Like they had a, I don't know if everybody's parents were like this, but they had like a, a chest that you could open and it had like all of our stuff from when we were kids, right? So like our teeth, because if you're listening to this, I'm not going to spoil, no spoiler alert, but like our teeth were in there, which is kind of you know, creepy. Um, like letters, no <laughs> letters yeah. to Santa and all that stuff. And so, you know, I, I saw a piece of paper that had my mom's handwriting on it and it was Cassandra Royer, like over and over. Like that's how mm -hmm. she was spelling it like ca you know and like doing the cursive and trying yeah. to see how to thank god I, I like my name and i don't know if i would be a cassandra or if i'd go by like cassie but i'm okay with what i am yeah i it's funny though because my parents set me up for disappointment where my brother and i had there was two rec prerequisites for our names it needs to be able to be shortened, which they both succeeded. Yeah. Russell, okay. I go by Russ. My brother's Douglas only goes by Doug. We hate okay. our full names, only go by the short ones. Hey, that's my, my dad's name. Okay, anyway. My dad's <laughs> prerequisite was 
it needs to sound good with doctor in front of it. Oh, shit. And I'm like, you screwed up, dad. <laughs> yeah. But the psych major who ended up going into accounting and the English lit major who ended up going into finance, neither of which come close to having doctor before their names. <sighs> Dr. Outhouse just has a doctor out. Shit, I'm going to make that a sign or something. Yeah, like you do. You really yeah. do. Like the doctor is in. But... <laughs> no, but you say you have a league with your friends and everything. Yeah. Do they know what you do? Do they know you have this? Do they know that you are kind of a big deal in fantasy football community? Hmm. <laughs> kind of a big deal. I am kind of a big deal, but not a huge deal. But a big deal, yes, they do know that I'm kind of a big deal. I love it because a lot of my friends I've known for a really long time, right? Mm -hmm. Since like elementary school. And they think this is the coolest thing ever. And I'm sure they think that I'm like a bigger deal than I am. Because like when I wrote for the fantasy footballers and told people that, like people were like, they know who the fantasy footballers is. Like a lot of people do, even if you're just a casual fantasy football player. Like when you Google fantasy football, they're one of the first things that comes up. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, my friends know this. And, and, you know, it's like pretty cool, though, because they they kind of pushed me into wanting to do this they were like hey we don't want to listen to you talk about fantasy football because we don't know what the fuck you're talking about right <laughs> <laughs> that's not really how it went but like they're kind of like you know, do that we just don't want to <laughs> we just don't want to be but like yeah i've got like it's really cool when like last year like my sister's one of my really good friends and she's probably gonna be listening to this so hey you were supposed to help interview but yeah, seriously, you, you were supposed to be here for this but whatever maybe we'll cut her in at the end or some too when i interview her and russ comes in um but anyway no like my sister came to the fantasy football expo last year and was mm -hmm. like like her jaw dropped to the ground she was like talking to me about how crazy it was that people like would come up to me and be like oh my god you know hey casey and all this shit she's like oh my god you really are like it's crazy to see and so all my friends are like when i tell them stuff and like you know like our homie tom everett scott being able mm -hmm. to talk to him and and stuff NBD. like yeah, yeah. Right no, big, no, big you know, no big deal no big deal and so like that kind of stuff so they think that's really cool too because they know who that guy is so yeah. they're like oh shit this is and, and when you say like matthew berry like being able to interview him same thing so they know about it and like i got invited to a league last two years ago two years ago and it was some random ass league that my friend was like hey my friend needs somebody okay cool and they all knew i was in you know involved in putting out fantasy content mm -hmm. and when i ended up doing really shitty in that league it was like everybody was like a total fucking asshole to me so mm -hmm. i was like whatever dude i don't even know you guys but okay um so there's that but like my actual friends think it's the fucking coolest thing ever like that i'm able to take a hobby that i like and and kind of make it big well how did you find your way to writing into the for the fantasy footballers well huh. so I originally was like not going going to put out any kind of content and anywhere any at all. Like I was a fan for ever. Like I don't I don't want to put out the content. I want to be the person that's taking in everybody's content, using everybody's content against them. Okay. Well, uh, Tim Turner. I don't know if you, if you guys are listening, you know who Tim Turner is. Like you should go look up who Tim Turner is. Tim and the Turner. Wonderful I honestly don't even know how I came across Tim Turner in the first place. I don't know how he became. A guy, I don't know. I don't know what the thing is. But one day he was like, we, we had been homies for a while. And he was like, hey, I'm going to test out this podcasting software, blah, blah, blah. And mm -hmm. he had me and Liz Loza. He was like, you guys, 
come on, blah, 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 blah. Well, it didn't end up working out, and I never ended up getting to podcast with him, and I'm, I'm a little hurt about that, but whatever. But he's like, why don't you put out fantasy content? Like, why don't you put out fantasy content, right? I'm like, I don't know, because I'm lazy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't, I, I like taking in information. I'm not really good at expressing information. I'm not really, like, the brightest crayon in the box when it comes to, like, getting my point across, right? So who wants to, like, at that time, it was more written content than it was anything. I mean, podcasts, obviously, you guys were all podcasting and everything. But, like, I felt like written content was, like, in the in the front like, mm -hmm. that was how you got your foot in the door. Yeah. And so I'm like, I, I, I was good at writing in, you know, in high school and college and stuff. I, horrible at math and all that stuff. But writing, I was good at. I can I can actually write if I, if I have the time. I can sit there and, and get it out. I just It just takes me a little longer, right? Yeah. So I, I, I put it out on Twitter like, hey, um, Tim's like, why don't you write? And I was like, I don't know. And then Ryan Hallam with Fighting Chance Fantasy hopped in and was like, hey, if you want to write, we are always looking for writers, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, sweet. So I talked to my wife because, I, again, that's what I always do. And, smart um, moves. <laughs> she's like, yeah, you know, you really enjoy doing it. And right now you're just doing it for fun. So why not get it out there more like your ideas and stuff out there for a bigger audience? And I was like, cool. Plus, I didn't want to go through the hassle of like having to set up my own blog or anything like that. Yeah. And I, I didn't know how to fucking podcast or youtube or any of those cool things that kids were doing with the instagrams and the, the tiktoks <laughs> so uh, you know you're old when you put the s on the end of it <laughs> yes the i mean I, I, yeah, I learned it from my dad and his krogers so um <laughs> we so I, I i started doing that and it was really uh you could do whatever you want basically over there like i mean whatever you want to an extent but you could write about whatever you wanted right and you didn't have a, a set deadline or anything, which is the best thing for me because deadlines are like my worst enemy. Mm -hmm. um, but one day I was like, I really want to like branch out. And I really there was a point in time where I was like, oh, I'm going to be uh, this like fantasy football awesome person that gets a full time job in this industry, which I love the fact that people can do that. But I know my skill set is limited. Um, I'm better at talking to people and 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 that kind of stuff but i'm not really good at like the whole you know my brain works this way this x y and z this that and the other i'm not i'm not peter howard i don't have like a million stats at, the, at my fingertip that nobody <laughs> well, not even peter howard is actually peter howard i'm we like what is this what chart is. So, so yeah so um but i was like you know i was in this point where like i get in these moods where i'm like super confident about myself which is probably some sort of mental thing that i I'm going to find out about, but I get in this, like, I'm super confident, super positive, super. And it was around the time where I, you know, decided I really want to really want to focus on this. It was COVID and everything else. I have the time really want to focus on this. And so I had seen, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to tell a secret to you right now. If you guys are listening, Nobody's, um, no, just you and me, nobody's okay. listening. Yeah. Uh, probably um so Aww. i was <laughs> I'm that confidence? come see us it's not that time period in my life right now <laughs> oh <laughs> no so um I'm, I'm this is you know i always like to get the scoop i always like to get the 411 from people here we go with me um i was trying i was like i'm gonna do this full-time right so i got in this like hyper focus i'm doing this full-time kind of thing which <laughs> whatever 
Um, and so I started searching on Twitter just to see if any kind of like jobs, any kind of, you know, keywords, blah, 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 blah. And I saw that someone had sent a message to somebody else on Twitter saying like, I heard on the fantasy footballers that they're looking for writers. Now I knew that wasn't a full-time job. And I was like, that's mm -hmm. okay. I love the fantasy footballers. I met them before. Like they're really cool people. And mm -hmm. that's a podcast I actually listen to. Right. And I like the brand and I was trying to get my whole brand built up. And I feel like Mike Wright and I have like a lot of the same like musical interest and like, he's just a cool dude. And I was like, okay, I, I, you know, I, I like feel like that is a cool group of people to be a part of. And so I just kind of like submitted an application in and didn't think anything of it. And a little bit later, oh, a couple weeks later, I got a, I got a message on um, Twitter and a DM with all the guys and Andy, Mike and Jason were like, congratulations, blah, 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 blah. Go update your bio, you know? So, so you're just, having a normal day yeah and you get this bling on twitter and it's <laughs> yeah just like you've that. been entered into a dm with andy mike and jason oh yeah so i'm like so, what the f <laughs> yeah like how wh what does your brain do uh when that so <laughs> okay so like i honestly thought like i'm not gonna get selected because like, I'm sure a ton of people heard that message. I didn't even hear the message on the podcast because I don't always listen to the podcast as great as I should, right? Oh, yeah. So, I and I don't always finish the podcast if I'm at work. Um, so, you know, I thought, okay, there's a ton of people that probably have already applied to do this. I'm not going to hold my breath. And to get put in that DM, I remember it was after lunch. I was at work and I saw my phone, you know, do the little, you know, light up thing. And I was like, mm -hmm. okay. Okay, so I go in there and like, how are you supposed to work after that? Right? Like right. I did. I did to any employer listening to this podcast. at the moment. Absolutely, I did. Yes. I was like Very even diligent. more like diligent with my work and getting to it. And mm -hmm. and because I was so, so pumped. But no, when I found out, like I could stop shaking. Like I was like, how did this happen? Like I, I and I get it. Like they they are just normal dudes. They're mm -hmm. all totally cool. And I and joy all you know they're all awesome dudes and they're just normal and it was cool to be able to talk to them because like after a second i kind of composed myself they were like when we saw your application we were like hey we recognize you because we met you before uh, dallas had a really shitty fantasy football <laughs> thing going on that was not a fantasy football thing it was like selling you vac vacuums and hot tubs but that's another story for another day. I mean, hopes. okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> so it was like a really shitty event, but like I met them there because they were there and I asked a question, one well, really dumb question about like guys over 30 that they thought were like deals at the time. And, and Larry on them talking about guys over 30. Yeah, they were like, stuff. And I was like, this is my wife right here. And she's like, hi. No, uh, <laughs> they, uh, well, they brought up Larry Fitzgerald. And uh, at the time, it was like an obvious duh. So mm. I was like, why did I ask that question? And I was like, reverting back to like fifth grade when i asked a question at like the science museum about a <laughs> volcano like where do volcanoes happen the most and they're like well tectonic plates and it was like shit i already knew the answer to yeah. so it was like a whole flashback to that to just like feeling like i'm dumb but they were super dope and like mike had like the same you know the vans the, the checkerboard van so mm -hmm. that was a conversation i had the scott fishbowl shirt on at the time so we had a conversation about that because they're in it and everybody knows who scott fish is um, so, so they told me, you know, they remembered me. So it was very dope. Again, going back to like people remembering you and you being a fan of them and stuff because they remember who you are. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, that's even cooler that they like remember who I am. And they really freaking remembered who I was. It wasn't like they were just saying that. That's, 
Man, I can't. Okay, that's <laughs> so. You're writing for the fantasy footballers. Yeah, you are clearly just destroying your home league. Just oh yeah, you know, your wife and your knocking sister. it out of the park. I, I always, I won every year. Sure. Yeah, yep. absolutely, always, always. What then made you say, you know what? I've got this redraft thing done. Let me jump into Dynasty. Well, again, my memory is really shaky. Um, it's probably it has to do with you, probably. I'm guessing. No, I'm, <laughs> I'm just what happened was I'm not done with redraft. I actually I, I'm coming back around to being a, a big fan of redraft, which we'll you know we'll get into, I'm sure. But um with Dynasty, I, at the moment I was like, okay, I want to play Dynasty so bad, but I am not sure I can do it. Like, I'm not sure. I like my confidence was at that time was like, Bleh. and I was like, I really want to play in a dynasty league, but I, I'm friends with so many people on Twitter that are in the industry. I don't want to be in an industry league. I don't want to be that person who's like the guppy who's going to get, you know, picked on. And, and, and that happened in trade addict seven, sad to say, but like my draft was horrible because I made some choices that were poor, but we'll get into that too. Um, no, uh, <laughs> At the original thing, I was talking to John Bosch. So you guys know John Bosch. I talked to him on here as well. Yeah, John Bosch, blah, 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 blah. But no, John Bosch was very instrumental in the whole, like, we we need to figure out something where we can uh, do a league where it's, like, all brand new people who are, you know, fans of fantasy football, but they haven't made that leap into Dynasty. And so along with Dynasty Trade Calculator, John Bosch, we they, you know, we all kind of got this this league going where it was first timers, people that had never participated in Dynasty before. I'm not in that league anymore. It was a one-time thing for me because I learned that's not really the kind of league I want to be in is with people I don't know. I want to be in leagues with people that I know. I I've learned that and that I don't want to settle for being in leagues with people I don't know, which is, I know people like to be in leagues with people they don't know. And, and that's how you make friends. But now I want to be in leagues with people that I know who they are. I know how to trade with them, or I know at least how to communicate with them because some people come off a certain way when they're trying to do trades and you know that, or your communication style is different. And I don't want to be in a league with people that I have no idea who they are, or what they're thinking. Right. I want people that are, that are like-minded. So I, I finally decided I'm going to jump out of being in these beginner leagues and, and go into bigger leagues, which don't jump directly from a beginner league to a John Bosch 4,327 rule. I think you're in that league Everybody that I was, that, that I jumped in. Um, you're in that league, I believe. I don't even I remember. In that league. Okay. It was like the good place, like yeah. whatever. And I was like, you go from like the Salary easiest shit, yeah, yeah to yeah, like this. That Don't do, that's my up. that's my uh, my experience in like a sophomore slump kind of thing is jumping directly from <laughs> from a, like a, an easy like I a, like super I wouldn't say easy but like a, a very easy to learn type of league like because the rules were basic. That's what yeah. you need when you start. Uh, especially if you're like me where you get super frustrated and you're super like your anxiety gets 
like an overdrive. Like I felt like a John Bosch league, no offense to John Bosch, but it felt like homework for me where I was like putting it off and like freaking out about it at the last minute. And like, I don't understand this and asking my wife for help. Like, can you tell me <laughs> what do these rules mean? Like whatever. And she was the one who had encouraged me in the first place to do it because she like, Oh, it'll work your brain, but I hate working my brain. So, um, that was just like, you know, eh. but the, the actual dynasty origins, the very beginning, like, it was super awesome to just have that as, as, as a starting off point because I did learn a lot. And then I left and, you know, as an orphan team, the next, the next, I guess, year, whoever took over for me ended up winning. So, um, I'm glad <laughs> I could be the there. To, yeah, exactly. Um, you're welcome. Mm -hmm. Um, I haven't seen any of the money from that, but whoever owns my league now, um, or my team, you know, you guys can PayPal me whenever you feel like, yeah, it. I'm cool. <laughs> Her DMs and PayPal but, are open. You but can yeah. Get <laughs> I, I mean, I, I honestly, I just love money. So if anybody wants to send it my way, like the more the merrier. Um, Patreon.com so, yeah, slash. So my Patreon is down at the moment because I'm lazy. I thought that if I got diagnosed with ADHD, that maybe they would tell me like how to like figure out how to like organize my shit better. <laughs> Does that make sense? I was like, I want to wait until after people that tell would me. That be great, but I'm sorry that's not how it works. Okay. Well, no, it's actually not up at the moment because I want to put out a lot of, like, fun content on Patreon, right? I have all these ideas, but I can never, never, ever pull the trigger when it comes to ideas because I don't know how. Like, I can make you a list of a, a gazillion great ideas. Like I even had like Dale DeMott with um, eat sleep fantasy just came into my DMS the other day. Hey Dale. Um, and he was like, Hey, for draft night out, there's an idea that you had a couple years back, which was um, you wanted to do something similar to like cutthroat kitchen on, you know, the food network where you get mm -hmm. like, you know, they throw wrinkles and stuff. And you wanted to do that as like a live draft where people could, you know, bid on things. And then like, you know, you have to draft a kicker now in the first round or whatever. And um, he's like, I'm going to steal that idea. And I, and I was like, and this was just a few days ago. I'm like, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> I mean, I know I did probably because I That's have a million. A great ideas. Idea. I totally um, said that. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs> so he's like, I'm going to, I think we want to do that for draft night out this year in Canton. And I was like, oh, cool. And he's like, if you wanted to be like the auctioneer, or you wanted to be a part of it, you can. And I was like, oh, I'd rather be a part of it than be an auctioneer just because like, I can't handle having that many things like in front of me, even mm -hmm. though all I have to do is read. Like, I think it'd be more fun to participate in the actual. So anyway, I'm not exactly sure what your question was because I got off an intention about Dale. Oh, yeah. I'm gone now also. So it's fine. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fine. This is what happens. Um, <laughs> All right. So uh, yeah. Let, let, let's rewind and pretend that we okay. haven't even been talking about yeah. this. Game. Has it always just been fantasy football for you? Uh, so, yeah, for the most part. I will say, yeah, for the most part because there was a time where I was a big – baseball fan mm -hmm. um the texas rangers at one point in time were were good they went to the world series a few times sure. um yeah back in the 2011s 12s ish 10s whatever um so yeah they went to the world series a few times i was a big fan of sports in general when i was a kid like we mm -hmm. went to rangers games mavericks games we never went to any cowboys games but i'm sure it's because it's always expensive to go to a football game oh, yeah. especially, especially a cowboys game <laughs> so we went to a lot of mavericks games so we went to some rangers games as well um a little further out but six flags is right there so you know <laughs> easy when you're trying to entertain kids in the summer right let's go you know six flags in, the, in a rangers game um so i used to do that and so there was a point in time when one of my ex's friends was a fan of like 
fantasy baseball, but like a certain type of league that was like not as hardcore as like a normal fantasy baseball league. Mm -hmm. Like there were the rules were like lax. So I was like, cool, super cool. And then I got involved in a league that was like a little bit more intense. It was just a random league on Yahoo. Um, and I did the research and did all that stuff and did okay. But I was like, this is just so much work. And it really is for fantasy baseball. And I talk to people on here all the time that play fantasy baseball mm -hmm. and like are like big fans of fantasy baseball. And I'm like, I get it if I was a fan of baseball, but I'm really like now I couldn't tell you like Elvis Andrus has been on the Rangers for however long, but that was my favorite player forever. Right. Short stop, stop back in the day. Handsome. Sure. He's going to be my husband. There was a whole thing. Um, but like that's the last time I remember my whole wardrobe used to be like Texas Rangers stuff. I I'm like red, red and blue, like hardcore, which are like stupid colors together. I hate all the teams around here's colors except for the stars. The stars are okay. Um, of course, the team and is from Minnesota, you, you <laughs> right? I got can't be Texas. Um, <laughs> you know, uh, oh the Ma the old school Mavericks uniforms were nice too, but ooh, that's other stuff too anyway um so yeah so fantasy baseball was one thing that i like probably two or three years and then i was just like um great in theory but not for me so yeah football was football a thing for family or did you find your way into football by yourself I, it was a thing for family. So, um, I've been in Texas my entire life in the Dallas Fort Worth area, born in Fort Worth. I live just North of Dallas now and always been Cowboys fans. Um, my mom was Cowboys fan forever. My dad was an Eagles fan because he's from Pennsylvania, Blech. um, all that crap. But when he came down to, I'm going to out him to all his friends, but I mean, they know now when he came to Dallas and met my mom, you know, it's like, Oh, you know, the lady loves this Cowboys team. I'm going to love this Cowboys team. And now he's like a huge Cowboys fan. He like turned over right in the right time frame, And like, they had that, you know, like, I mean, it would, I, I don't want to say he jumped onto a bandwagon, but he got in on the right time because like, you know, the Cowboys are of the, you know, the nineties, the earlier nineties, um, definitely was not old enough i old enough to i am old enough to remember going to super bowl parties but i'm not old enough to really remember remember like i should yeah. but always been a cowboys fan um uh, the turning point for me like i uh started becoming like even more of a cowboys fan more independently of talking to my parents about it like i used to be a all the time thing with my parents and then we kind of like went our separate ways and and then my mom passed and then my dad was, went moved up to you know Pennsylvania so we would talk about the Cowboys games but like Tony Romo coming in at halftime taking over for Drew Bledsoe will always be like that moment in time where like my fandom for the Cowboys just became like crazy Mm. And um, I know not everybody's a fan of Tony Romo, but like when your team has been doing what they have been doing and then Tony Romo steps in and there's like a glimmer of hope, like, I mean, that's kind of magic for you, right? That's like a turning point. So I'm surprised yeah. more teams didn't sign Drew Bledsoe so he could just get hurt so they can have the next great quarterback come play. I'm telling you exactly my thought process. Exactly. I was like, isn't this, <laughs> isn't like, this went interesting? To the Bills, but just never got hurt. Otherwise yeah. Josh Allen would have been there like two decades ago. Yeah. Just, yeah. Just I'm just, uh, yeah. <laughs> Makes sense though, right? <laughs> so you found your way into football, fantasy football, into writing. What made you want to make the jump into podcasting? Um, I don't, I it kind of felt like me writing 
was fun and everything, but I felt like I'm better at talking than I am writing. Um, even though I might be better, or we'll use the word eloquently again, but I might be better at writing eloquent words on paper, <laughs> but when I actually speak, I just tell it how it is. And that's kind of what I like to listen to when I'm listening to podcasts is people that tell it how it is and they aren't just no offense. I love the people that tell me everything I need to know and give me all the stats, but I'm not that person. So to be able to like go on a podcast and be like, Hey, this is who I am. And people mm -hmm. can actually see that's who you are. Right. Um, and when you're writing, it's, it's harder to like kind of show who you are, uh, versus like actually putting out audio or, or visual forms of stuff. And so, um, I just wanted a podcast and I started, I want, it's like, okay, what do you do when you want to first start podcasting? I want a podcast about fantasy football. Okay. Everybody podcast about fantasy football. Okay. Um, I'm sure I can bring something different to the table, right? Um, that I'm, I can think outside the box if I really have to. Um, so I connected with one of my friends that lives around here, uh, where I live now that I've known for ever. And we decided to do a fantasy football podcast and that really didn't take off. Um, it was one of those great things. First episode, though. I mean, so I had a great first episode. Um, you know, you can't go wrong with, you know, having good guests. I mean, if you guys want to go back and yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't want to give somebody too big of an ego, but I mean, they were pretty great guests to have, especially, you know, no, I like interviewing Russ as my first uh, or talking to Russ as my first person on a podcast, because it's, it's always good in my opinion to start off with somebody that, you know, or at least have some sort of relationship with that you can feel like you're not talking to somebody that's gonna super intimidate you no offense to you russ you don't intimidate me that i much. do not want i <laughs> i laugh at people who have the slightest hint of intimidation towards me in any way shape or form <laughs> i am terrified of everyone and everything but i mean i i mean you have reason it's a terrifying world out there sometimes but when I started podcasting, uh, I think everybody during when COVID first started had all the free time on their hands again. Yeah. Um, I really wanted, I had just gotten a laptop to write like uh, a better laptop, even though it was a piece of shit that was broken all during the very oh, beginning luck with laptops. Oh, man. I'm telling you, I, I don't have good luck with laptops. I think we need better technology than this shit. Um, I just need to be able to think it and it's there and everything's fine. Um, but we're not going to get that crazy because I don't want people to come up with conspiracy theories that have to do with me and like chips and people's brains and stuff. Um, if it makes our life easier, plan, plan. <laughs> go for it. It's fine. But, you know, <laughs> so I was doing my podcast with my friend JJ and he's a super dope dude, but um, I don't think that that having, I think there it's two things that kind of like derailed that for me was or maybe more. I don't know. I'm really bad at this whole like planning things out thing. So um, JJ and I were on the same page, but like it's it, it's content that has to be out right away. And like I feel like both of us are busy people. So having content that needs to be out right away is hard to get out right away. And so I was like, okay, well, maybe that's not the best thing. I don't want to put out some like sort of podcast on rankings and then like somebody gets hurt and then like we don't put this out for three weeks and then or like cam newton gets signed somewhere or like you know anything <laughs> like that <laughs> so, such a random example that is just not a random example that's not wrong. even i mean yeah. we may or may not have had a guest on that like called in <laughs> and then it happened but the podcast didn't you know so like whatever 
Um, but no, so I'm, and also I'm kind of one of those people that never liked doing group projects in high school. Like I always like mm -hmm. to be the person in control. Even if I suck, I want to be the person that sucks because I suck, not because everybody sucks and I'm just a part of that. So I want to take ownership for it. And I was like, okay, well, I want to do a podcast and I love to talk, right? It's just something that I like to do. I think that, uh, um, I like to ramble. Um, so <laughs> I was like, I want to do a podcast and I kind of want to like actually talk to people and like kind of get to know more people in the industry because I feel like it's important to kind of get everybody's to get a bunch of different viewpoints on things because everybody's learning style is different. That's what we're always told. And it's actually true. And to hear people tell you kind of like shortcuts or like advice that they wish that they would have gotten and things like that. I was like, this is perfect. And I remember listening to like Matt Harmon when he had uh, his podcast, Backyard Banter back in the day. I used to listen to that all the time when I was cleaning, yep. you know, like that was my go-to podcast people have. And like, that was my go-to podcast. And I was like, I kind of want to do something like that. Maybe not exactly that. I don't want to be the person that jacks somebody's style, but I want to do something similar to that's kind of like a, let's get a behind the scenes kind of, and also give like tips and tricks and, and kind of just make it a, a fun thing, which I'm trying to do. And so I kind of talked to Matt. Matt said was was like, oh, yeah, you'd be perfect for that. It'd be super dope. You should do that. And, I mean, he didn't say that, but, you know, super he, he dope. He was very close. Very close oh, to super yeah. dope. It was probably more like that'd be very cool. But, you know, um, yeah. You would be the perfect person to take on that kind of show. Yeah, exactly. Like, it was it yeah. was a very complimentary it thing. It was very complimentary. And I was like, look at you remembering this stuff. But yeah, <laughs> like, look at you. Yeah. Um, because yeah, somebody was like, Oh yeah, you know, and I wasn't trying to jack anybody's style. And anytime somebody asked me if they can do a podcast similar to mine, I'm like, first of all, I don't no. know why why first yeah, right. <laughs> why are you asking me? Nobody, I'm not I did not invent interview podcasts, like honestly not my invention i did not invent this so no you didn't invent it exactly. you perfected it oh, oh well thank you i appreciate that I, i'm still trying but we're getting there we'll be there very soon i'm sure <laughs> maybe right after, after this, this episode. episode yeah um but yeah so uh so that's what i decided i wanted to do kind of go down that path and i kind of like threw the idea out to you and kind of told you you know i wanted to do like get real because like fantasy football's fake and you were like oh yeah and then it kind of leaves it open-ended for if you want to like branch out to talk to other people besides people that are just in fantasy football then you always have that as a as a fallback plan too you know or if you want to branch out and I, and then totally would be cool I've, I've talked to like tom everett scott on here before yeah. and like he's not a fantasy football industry guy per se but like it was still cool to be able to talk to somebody and talk to him about somebody that likes to play fantasy football and enjoys it like I do. And, but also is like in super dope movies and stuff. So, um, so being able to do that, I was like, okay, that's what I want to do. And so I was like, Russ, you're gonna have to help me. Cause I, I've never done this before in my life. I've guessed it on podcasts. I've never actually like had my own podcast. Like this is a big deal. So here, that's the perfect lead in because it's really funny. Ever since you started doing this show, you always ask, the specific question, what is a piece of advice you wish you got before you started? And I always thought it was very funny that we knew I was going to be interviewing you one day. We've had this planned ever since Forever. the end of episode one. You know, <laughs> yeah, we, we did. at some point I was going to come on and interview you. And I always yeah. laughed at the idea that because like you said, you came to me and you're like, how do I do this? Yeah. So what's one piece of advice you wish that I actually did give to you before you got started doing this that I did not give? Um, 
you gave me a lot of really good advice, um, but I'm the type of person that gets flustered very easily. I remember Matt Harmon when I had the episode where I interviewed him, my internet connection was really shitty. And so I was a little uh, flustered because I was like, shit, I'm gonna have to edit this. I don't want to edit this. I'm, you know, Russ doesn't edit. I don't want to do this either. Um, But like, it was so choppy. And I was so scared that like, it wasn't gonna come out the way that I wanted it to right? but like StreamYard's pretty good about making sure that it stays fluid, even if somebody's internet connection drops mm-hmm. um but i kind of wish that oh, so i don't know who it was that told me at one point where they're like i just connect my ethernet like boom boom it's plugged in blah 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 and i've been doing that um not more like i wish somebody would have told me that because not everybody like is that crazy about their internet being shitty but my internet is very shitty um so my tip is just to make sure that your internet connection can handle like if you're going to do something, especially if it's live, if it's not live, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. Um, especially if your guest knows ahead of time, like, hey, my internet sometimes shitty. Um, but if it's live, like I've had instances where I couldn't be on people's podcast because my internet wouldn't connect and I didn't have anything to connect into like hardwired, boom, into the, you know, so um, that, but like most of, I mean, most of the stuff you told me was like, and I guess I, at the end of the day, like, Russ told me one of the things that Russ did tell me like is to come to him if I had any questions like I wasn't bugging him to come to him with questions right and I think that's important for people was to like if you're confused or you're concerned or you're just not sure how you want to do things but you know somebody that's seasoned in it you know somebody that's good at what they're what they do it doesn't hurt to at least reach out to them you can reach out to multiple people and kind of get multiple you know viewpoints but if you have questions, the only way you're going to get better at things is to ask those questions. So, yeah, Russ did a great job. And he probably has the best internet ever, so he didn't even think to like, be like, your internet sucks, D. We've... Look, I... <laughs> I try. Okay, so let's say now <laughs> someone slides into your DMs and is just Shut like, up. look. Yo. How you doing? And, and you know, after yeah. that awkward conversation, but they're like, yeah. "No, look, I want to, I want to start a podcast." Okay. What What's the one thing? What is the one piece of advice you would give me before I go on my path? Like, I already, Ooh. I already bought my mic. I already, yeah, have my streamyard. So we're not talking yeah. any of that stuff. We are talking okay. straight up metaphysical in the ether, not not hardwired anything. Like, what's mm-hmm. the one piece of advice you give to someone that is getting ready to get out there? I'm going to sound like a downer. No, I'm not going to sound like a downer. But at the end of the day, you're doing podcasting for yourself. You're doing it for fun, right? You're doing it to, and, and you want other people to listen to it, sure. You're not going to get people that are listening to, to your podcast at the very beginning. It's going to take a little bit of time, and it's going to gain traction. Don't get discouraged at the very beginning if you look and you have 10 people that listen to your podcast or you have 15 people that listen to your podcast because that's going to grow especially if you're somebody like me who has a podcast where it's specific to like specific guests people are only going to tune in sometimes you know they're like I I do this where you only tune in when somebody you like is on the podcast so that's what's going to happen right you're not always going to get a ton of views or a ton of listens on something that you put out. You just have to know that it, it takes hard work and you're not always going to feel like 
putting out the content is worth it. You're not always going to feel like people are appreciative of it. I, we always feel like that. Like uh, we don't always feel like that. I can't say we as a, a whole, but I feel like that a lot, right? Not enough people are listening to this. Well, but it's super dope when somebody slides into your DMs or, or sends you a message or whatever and says like they got something from a podcast that you put out. Like, okay, somebody actually, you now you have an actual person to that listen, right? You know that somebody actually listened to it. So don't be discouraged at the beginning because I know not only me, but people have talked to me and been like, I only have this many. What should I do? Just keep on putting out the content and the, the views will come. The listens will come. It's good. That's good. I like it. <laughs> okay. So I'm, I'm trying to think what are the, the questions that you ask people that I have? Okay. Uh -huh. No, no. I remember what I haven't brought up yet because you brought it up before and I tried to be cool. Like I remember you said at one point, like you like write oh. things down to remember to go back I to them. Do. I did not do that because I am, see, <laughs> I'm not the seasoned interviewer that you look are. at all these like notes from like the wow, last that, one I did where it's like circled and stuff because fancy. I'm like, yeah. it's it not may fancy. Look like the Unabomber notebook, but you know, I mean, it says live drafts. English major Scott Fishbowl fans <laughs> Jordan Cameron. So I mean, it could be anything. Jordan, that's the secret, everybody. Jordan Cameron. That's Jordan the secret Cameron. right there. Yeah. Ha okay, this is this is the hard hitting question. Yeah. Did your ability to freestyle rap come in handy while you are podcasting? Now, I'm not saying do you actually freestyle rap while you're doing but yeah the ability to because i feel like yep. freestyle rap is being able to yep. think on the fly right right like, it is right. being able yep. to just go is yep. that do you tap into that piece of your brain while you are actually recording that's that's a great question because i actually now that you say that i'm kind of thinking about it uh when i get a question asked to me i think about it and i start talking without actually knowing how i'm going to finish the sentence that i'm saying <laughs> and that's how it is with freestyle rapping, too, because I start a freestyle, start the first line, and you have to think of something for the second line that rhymes with the first line's last word, right? So you're yeah. like, okay. So I start talking, and then while I'm thinking of the last word that I want to put in there, I get the filler words and get that all in. So, like, that's how I go with it. I start talking, and it, I mean, you guys can probably all tell if you listen to me, like, ask questions and stuff, I grasp for straws at the beginning i finally get old of something and i can get there so yeah it's all a lot like freestyle rapping where you're like thinking ahead but at the same time you're like have no clue what you're thinking of that also might be a little bit of the adhd talk <laughs> i mean just, just put it out there From experience okay. I'll I, mean, let you know. I haven't been diagnosed yet but i'm just saying <laughs> that's how i am and i think that uh yeah my freestyle rapping that is like very 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 similar yes mm -hmm. <laughs> Okay, and this also brings me back to another question. How did you fall into the ridiculously eclectic music tastes you have? Like, we started, like, talking right away about tattoos. You have, yeah. I see Biggie on your arm. I know you have a Blink-182 one, right? You're talking about yeah. getting rancid. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how did you, where did it start? What's the first Man. music you remember liking? So and I'm, I'm not talking like new kids on the block because I did like were, new kids on the you block. You were an eight year old girl. I yes, I had a pillowcase and everything. So yes, I I probably was a little younger than that. I think my mom was probably like forcing the the new kids on the block on me. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I did have a pillowcase. But I mean, uh, I won't lie. I I think I did too. I mean, it was good stuff. I mean, it was something new. It was like different, right? Well, but uh, the, the, the they did have. 
uh, uh, okay, anyway. <laughs> um, no, I do actually remember watching some like New Kids on the Block documentary over at our friend's house in like middle school and being like, oh yeah, I used to love them. Uh, but um, no, so like, um, you know, my parents were big into music growing up. Uh, they were more like, they went to see a lot of like live music and stuff. So mm. I remember going with them a lot to like lawn seats uh, in Dallas. There was a Coca-Cola Starplex is what it was called. And it mm -hmm. had it's still there, but they have lawn seats and everything. And I just yeah. remember going to all those shows and smelling something in the air that was a little different. You're like, what is the smell? A lot of people are burning incense. In yeah, this what is this, yeah. right? And, you know, mom, mom and dad have these like, you know, foot long margaritas and you're like, what's going on? But uh, so like they would go see like the Eagles and like, you know, CCR and a bunch of like bands that they liked when they were growing up and uh it kind of transitioned to me just kind of like branching into like i like anything and everything like i will listen to like when i was growing up i listened to shit from like hansen i mean because i'm sorry like older hansen like as they got older not like the old school umbop shit but like as i got older they're actually like not that bad um but like that like the mighty mighty boss stones like which is totally different right and like rancid like you brought up good charlotte which is like pop punk to the blink 182 biggie is like very near and dear to me and people are always like oh what's your favorite biggie song are you a huge biggie fan i love biggie but i love biggie more because of the the impact he had on a, like a bunch of other rappers that i mm -hmm. like you know so like this the fact the same for blink 182 that's a big thing with me is like that's like a foundation band right that's like how people find other bands is through blink 182 or whatever yeah. so um a lot of that i was a big nsync fan in high school i'm not gonna lie i thought lance was like dreamy and you know that worked out for both of us in yeah. the most awesome ways ever where we <laughs> both are into each other so much well, um you, you both went on a, a journey <laughs> together right. yeah for sure didn't bring you together but <laughs> but you know i mean at the end of the day it's all the same right um I, yeah so that and then like i was like there was a point in time where I went to like Yellow Wolf shows and like then Cobra Starship was my band for a really long time. And I've just found them based on like somebody through another band, like this band who liked that band. You know, you see bands wearing other T-shirts of other bands or saying yeah. this was an influence on me. And like Cobra Starship was really cool to me. Like, that's another band that was like one of those bands that I met and they were like automatically super dope um, for like three or four years I used to go on stage with them when they came to Dallas and just rap with them up on stage freestyle rapping uh they had a song on snakes on the plane soundtrack so Ladies I kind of yeah snakes so, Slytherin. Slytherin. yeah see and so, in their eyes they're also reptilian yes ex see you know what's up so like it was like the dopest shit ever right like I felt that's more of a rock star vibe for me than any fantasy football thing no offense yeah. to fantasy I'm like I feel like I I'm on top of the world with the fantasy football thing and people knowing who I am and me being able to talk to these people that I never in a million years that I could talk to, but like bands like Cobra Starship letting me to do that and like rap to like a thousand people in the audience. Like that's freaking crazy. Who gets to do that? Or at Warp Tour, you win tickets. I want tickets to 311 because I won a rap battle at Warp Tour that was judged by Cobra that's Starship. The thing ever. <laughs> and then Gabe signed my poster that 311 sucked, but it was the 311 Snoop Dogg concert. I won tickets too because I freestyle Ooh. rapped about how hairy some dude was, right? <laughs> and then there's a whole story about how the I don't know, we're not gonna get into this. We're not gonna, <laughs> but it was it was just so that was super fucking dope. So like being able to do that, I just love, I always love like alternative 
pop and like things that are like not in one category things that I, that yeah. branch out like pos is my favorite rapper and it's like alternative and punk and hip-hop and like open mike eagle the same thing and i just uh, homeboy salmon i could just list and list and list mf doom was huge you're actually I mean, are going to have to send me this list and list and list after so i can i can branch yeah uh like today i was listening to a bunch of like 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 you know how they have like the freshman list that comes out like double xl puts out a freshman list every year that's like i don't know if you know but it's like hip-hop artists i think are like on the rise they're gonna be like dope ass ass hip-hop artists that's cool uh, yeah and that's a, a good way to get involved in like looking at and listening to other music so i like checked out a few of the artists today uh, i like to watch their interviews first before i listen to their music because first and foremost i want to make sure that the person has a dope personality like i don't want to like their music but then they're an asshole because i went down the kanye west route and now i'm stuck because i love kanye west music and he's an <laughs> asshole so i want to make sure they're dope people first and foremost so did that kind of vetted them then listened to some music but i'm like how many rappers nowadays i'm gonna sound like i'm the old man yelling at the cloud but how many rappers nowadays don't rap on beat bothers me it's like i don't it, like something with my brain just can't handle like them not rapping on the beat i, I and, and i know people are like that's more technical it's harder to do and it is harder mm -hmm. to do i'm sure because you it is impossible to goose you're not supposed to do it <laughs> so i'm listening to this and i'm like the beat is so dope but the rat and the raps probably would be dope too if they were on beat but they're not on beat and so i'm like wanting to go back and listen to de la soul or i'm wanting to go back and listen to you know a tribe called quest and then i'm like okay and 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 it's funny that i like those kind of like musical groups because my parents aren't were never into hip-hop and mm -hmm. my dad like i'll play can be like listening to kendrick lamar's or like you know jid or whatever and my dad's like what the fuck are you listening to that's like what is that and i'm like dude you're such the old man again with the old man yelling at the cloud but like hello um so you know i kind of have to whatever like but my well my mom was alive like she was a tupac fan which was crazy to me like i'm like That's you know awesome. like you know well she, i think she thought he was very attractive and that was like her was, like for, I mean, he was a nice looking Fine. man i mean jada could have done a lot worse than she did um but you know um i i've been a fan of all kinds of music i like growing up i remember like music is like even my therapist says like music's like a drug for you right music's so like important to you and mm -hmm. it really is like it brings me back to certain moments it makes me feel good uh growing up we used to camp all the time and like i remember my mom listening to like cheryl crow and jewel and stuff growing up and like now i you know i listen to that shit because i'm like oh, this reminds me of a time yeah. that like was an important time in my life so i've always been a big fan of music and even if it's like shitty music i try to like look at it from like like bro country for example i don't like bro country um i'm not a, a, I, I mean I, I like some red dirt country i like like the alternative country like old 97s and stuff but like like the bro country i'm like you know what though they're doing something right or they wouldn't be where they are like certain certain dudes so i'm like you do you and if you're having fun doing it like i can't knock somebody for like doing something that they like even if it's not my cup of tea like whatever you do you so uh yeah i could go on and on about music that's just my freaking life and if it's your life you should go on, and on. <laughs> i want to ask you the worst question ever oh it's god like when people ask me like what's your favorite movie it's like right on what yeah yeah no, like Give me give me a time, a day, a mood, and I can probably tell you what I'll, my favorite movie is at that point. 100%. That's exactly how I am. What's your favorite band? 
or favorite music group music. I've never I never know how to word that because to me right. I'm a rock guy, so the the word's band. But band. what's your favorite artist? Yeah, for, so yeah, I will go with um, well, band artist, everything like Rancid is my number one overall. Like I finally right. got to see them last year. Like it had been a long time coming. I'd sold the transplants before, like, mm -hmm. and I've seen you know Blink and everything, but like finally being able to see Rancid, like Rancid is like my number one band. That's cool. You answered that a little easier than I thought you would. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little upset. It about it. I mean, it does change it often, but I think Rancid Same. might be the like. One that doesn't ever move. It's like stuck. Like two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You know, all the top ten they change. But I think Rance is always up there in the number one. Oh, spot. That's that's cool that you have that. You have that rock that, that mm -hmm. keeps you. Okay, wait. Okay, okay, so I have some of these written down. I so like it. I I got like because I wanted to make sure to ask you the questions that you specifically always ask other people. Uh, uh, <laughs> what's it like to watch football with you on a Sunday? Oh Jesus. So if you're my wife, you fall asleep because you don't want to fucking deal with it. Um, <laughs> Another room, so I. He's with you. <laughs> so I'm a huge Cowboys fan, Dallas Cowboys fan, till I die. Huge Cowboys fan. Like I've cried too much over the Cowboys. I've, I've ups downs and everything in between. But um, you know, watching the Cowboys with me especially is very loud. Very usually I'm cussing at the TV. Um, mm. drinking a lot of alcoholic beverages. Um, go you know, to alcoholic beverage. Uh, Crackberry by Bishop Cider is my probably favorite thing. Okay. To I'm drinking one right now actually. So uh, sponsorship deal is in the works. Um, but no, I like any kind of ciders for the most part as long as they're not sweet. I like to do that. Um, if we're out and we're having fun, we'll take shots and stuff. But usually I'm at home now because uh, it's cheaper. Um, so watching football with me, if I have friends around me, like it's a lot more fun for me. But usually I'm watching it by myself, which is fine. Yeah. Um. I'm usually texting my dad and he's usually ahead of me in the, you know, the when he's watching it. So he'll be like, fucking Prescott, fucking Zeke. And I'll be like, oh my God. dude, we're still back at the, you know, we're still at the 40 yard line and they, you know, they still have two timeouts. He's like, ah, oh, shit. And so then I end up being an interception or something. Um, so yeah, that is the worst. That is the fucking worst. But uh, yeah, I'm pretty, uh, other games, I like to watch other football games, but I don't often get to um, based on the fact that I don't want to pay to watch other football games. But uh, no, I no during the season, we pay for Hulu Live. Uh, I don't think we're doing that this year. If you guys want to give me your suggestions on what you like, I was thinking maybe YouTube, but you guys tell me. Um, you know, I was waiting for you. I'll to give me my YouTube TV. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I had YouTube TV TV for a little bit. Um, so at the beginning of the year, I was in Philadelphia when like the playoffs were going on. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I didn't have any live TV, and we were at an Airbnb, and they didn't have any live TV. So I kind of like had to use like the seven day trial for YouTube TV, so mm -hmm. we could watch playoff games in Philadelphia, which is. Something of itself, but you know, I'm Philadelphia, Philadelphia Cowboys fan, whatever you want to do. But um, yeah, it's watching football with me on a Sunday is that that's basically what it's like. It's like me watching the Cowboys and freaking out, and then me wishing I could watch all the other games, but being forced to watch like not being forced, but rewatching Shameless or like Breaking Bad or something because my wife's like, we're not watching any more football. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> It's Cowboys or like what, what do you on bye weeks? Do you watch other games or do you just not watch football on bye weeks? Um, man, it it totally depends. Like I like to watch football when the Cowboys aren't playing. 
But usually I plan for those weekends to like do a lot of stuff, like get all the stuff done. Because, this is a weekend like, for you, babe. Let's do whatever <laughs> yes, you want. Yeah. Exactly. I'm like, that's exactly. I'm like, hey, did you know that this week's a bye week? Guess what we get to do? Like we get You're to go to Home Depot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so like that's like, ooh, special time. But, uh, you know, if I can watch other games, I, I, I like to watch other games, whatever. Mm-hmm. I, I really like enjoy again, like I talked about Tony Roma. I really enjoy listening to him on his broadcast. So I mean, he's super good. And sometimes he sounds drunk, but, uh, you know, that's it helps being and, drunk. Uh, I mean, hello. Why do you my wife's like, you cannot do that before you go on your podcast. And I'm like, what do you think I do? Do you think I come up here completely sober every time? You guys can tell which episodes I've had a few alcoholic beverages and which ones I haven't. But um, yeah, so, you know, it does help. Um, but yeah, if if I'm going to watch football on a Sunday and it's like I get to watch it with the Cowboys being off, I'll just try to tune into the CBS broadcast where Romo's doing his work. Represent. Good for you. Stick with Represent. the man you love. Yeah, forever and ever. I love him. <laughs> that's my that's my other husband. It was Elvis Andrews and it was Tony Romo. So there you go. Every every decade or two, you get a mm-hmm. you get a new man. Yeah. And it's good. Don't tell your wife, it's fine. And she didn't care. I mean, she'd probably be cool with it because I mean they're making all this money, right? Like, hey. Uh, it's I again told with my the money wife, thing. My wife works with this man who is, first of all, insanely gorgeous. Yeah. And insanely Happens. rich. I like two weeks ago, I'm like, start laying the groundwork now in case I die early. Just go, go for it. Yes. Like seriously flirt now if you have to, it's fine. So exactly. Oh yeah. I mean, you're going to be well off and I mean, whatever. (laughs) People are going to be like, is she being serious? Is Russ being serious? Are they being serious? Well, Russ was insanely serious. Like, I mean, if if my kids figured out, I mean, I don't have any kids, so you guys figure that one out. Give your puppies a good life. Dogs need to have a great life. And one day when I have kids, which, I mean, TikTok, right? Oh, wait, I'm not going to actually birth for them, so it's okay. Just take one of mine. It's Uh, fine. Okay. I think that might actually work out. It's probably going to be a lot cheaper and uh, less time-consuming than adopting a child. Especially in Texas. Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What is your favorite league wrinkle to play with? Because... I know you happen to pretty much only play in leagues run by the best commissioner in the business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, that's probably it. Yeah. I like all those leagues. Uh, <laughs> any league where Russ is the, um, you know, he can. Be I wasn't going to name names, but you said it. I mean, all my leagues, all my dynasty leagues are Russ commissioned. So you know, what are you going to do? Um, but if you were to start a league right now. Yeah, that you know, I would end up running because I'm sure you have no interest in actually running. I another don't want to run a league. Uh, I I, what would, no. But what would be one thing you would want to be in a league that you were to just start right now? It's freaking crazy. Like, so I, if I was to answer this question, if you were to interview me back in the day when you I wanted to interview, interview right me, you know, I know, but if you were to interview me back in 2020 or whatever, 2020, yeah, like I knew you in 2020. I did. I knew you in 2020, but I'm just saying, like, I was playing in like crazy leagues in 2020, sure, but I didn't like any of of the stuff except for in 2020 i like the whole tight end premium thing right so mm-hmm. if you were to ask me then sure i would have been like tight end premium is the coolest fucking wrinkle and i hate it now hate it don't know why i guess it's because i overestimated estimated my ability to pick these tight ends that were like bottom of the barrel guys that were actually really good dalton schultz's um so 
Dalton Schultz is awesome. I know, but like, I mean, what are you gonna do? There's only a couple of Dalton Schultz out there. For every Dalton Schultz you have, you have like who was that guy I was thinking of earlier? Uh Zach Sudfeld. Remember Zach Sudfeld? Nate well, Nate Sudfeld was the quarterback. Quarterback. Right? His brother was a tight end, right? Yes. For the Patriots, and yes. everybody, yes. everybody yes. hyped his ass up. I was like the biggest. <laughs> <laughs> tight end like woo, woo, that's the dude right there get that guy uh, that was the worst decision you can make in fantasy football and more if you i want to know if anybody actually still has him on their roster which is not a possibility at all probably not do, no i don't think you can but if you do let me know earlier this offseason i finally <laughs> dropped andrew luck off of one of my rosters oh shit I mean, I'd have a hard time. I was having a hard time dropping Big Ben off my roster, even though he's a piece of shit. I was still like, I don't know. What I'm gonna do. Yeah, um, but at least like he just retired. Like I waited like. Four oh, I know, years. but Andrew Luck, you're like he can come back after like six years and yeah, be awesome, right? <laughs> he's still younger than a bunch of these guys, and you know, better, more talented. It's fine. That's fine. Um. But, but now, what would, what would be your go-to? Now, like, I want to do I mean, this, or I like this. What I like what I like. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I don't know if I could be in any any leagues where you can't start more than one quarterback. Like, I know that's like we're pushing more to the two QB super flex. Like, mm -hmm. that's where everything is. So I don't know if that's a wrinkle per se, but I don't it's think a that format you like. It's a format I like, and like I don't know. I just feel like if I was in a league where it was one quarterback, like it would take my brain a long time to like revert back, which isn't a problem at all for some people. Like that's the way they like to do it. And that's totally fine. Um, wrinkles. Like, I don't know. Scott fish in general just puts a lot of like really dope wrinkles into uh, like all yeah. of the leagues every year. It's different. And I've been in it forever. Every, like you have to read the rules in that league just because like the first year I was in that league, like I sucked so bad because I didn't read the rules and didn't know what to do. Um, so like those leagues where like everything's pretty normal, but you need to read the rules because there's one or two little things in there that if you don't read the rules, you're going to screw yourself over. Uh, I like that kind of stuff. Not too complex. Just, just complex enough. Just complex enough. Yes. Okay. Well, I'm out of questions. So is there anything you wished I asked you on this interview? Is there anything you wanted to get out into the world that I did not give you? the opening to just spout this piece of either knowledge or information? Um, not really. Just want to say that I'm sorry that the very first person I ever decided I needed to take in a fantasy football league was Victor Cruz. Um, yep. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I get that I interviewed you. I get <laughs> all of that, but this is your freaking show. So yeah. why don't you get us out of here? Okay. Well, yeah, I will get us out of here. My name is Casey Kasem. You're listening to my podcast right now, which is called Get Real with Casey Kasem, a podcast where I interview people in the fantasy football space. Right now, Russ is interviewing me, obviously, but you know, usually I interview the other person. So there's that. Uh, you can find that on any platform if you're listening to this right now. It is a part of the DAP network. You know who, yeah, you know all about the choo choo DAP <laughs> network too. So go check out the DAP network, subscribe there, and do all that because there's some great podcasts over there as well. And if you like Russ, you'll like the content over there. Um, I am not writing or doing any of that stuff at the moment just because I want to enjoy my life at the moment 
Um, so this podcast is where you can find me. You can also find me on Twitter at DKCKSM. And then the podcast that I host, which is called Get Real with Casey Kasem, again, is at Get Real underscore pod. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. And then there's the whole like, um, make sure that you tune in again for the next episode. It won't be as good as this one because Russ won't be interviewing the person and I won't be the person that the host is interviewing. So what you're host. saying is we every yes. episode we just switch back and forth interviewing oh, each other. Shit. You guys so let me know if you another like. podcast. I think we did. Oh my gosh. You know how they have like spinoffs like Joni loves Chachi? Oh my gosh. Let's do it. We got it. All right, kids. Well, um, I like my family here. And um, if you guys like me, I appreciate you give this a thumbs up, high five, and all that other jazz you give to podcasts to tell them that you want to keep hearing what people have to say. Anyway, come back again next week for another another episode of Get Real with Casey Kasem. And make sure you stay rad. This is also my you favorite had to have one. podcast, by the way. Your favorite my podcast? Just in general. Casey's in general. Oh, Casey's in general. Do you know any other Casey's that have podcasts? No. No. Does Casey have a podcast with JoJo?